Tell me, does this sound like you? Because I think that it rings true for a lot of people. When we have some sunshiny, beautiful, perfect, warm weather days, just think about that. The sun is shining and it's in the 70s or maybe low 80s, no humidity, and it makes us really easily motivated. It is easy to get that to-do list done. It is easy to get the homeschool done. It is easy to get outside. But on cold days, day after day after day, and there's darkness when you're climbing out of bed in the morning, it's not very motivating. You have a lot on your homeschool to-do list, things that you want to accomplish. And today's episode is going to give you the boost that you need to keep at it during this winter season. That's what you want, right? Stick around. I know that you're going to be encouraged by this. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. It is much easier to just let what's going on around us and how other people react to what's going on and how they talk determine our perspective. So what does this have to do with the winter and the winter blues and staying motivated? You're probably seeing all around. You hear strangers in the grocery store. You have friends posting on social media. You have family saying things to you in person about just, I guess, basically just negative comments about the weather and how cold it is. And and I get it. I get it. It can be cold and let's just bundle up a little bit more. But when we are constantly there's just a constant barrage of negativity and, oh, the winter is just so cold out. And it's, and it's fine. It's fine to make a statement. I'm not saying not to make statements like, hey, kids, it's really cold out. Let's make sure that we actually wear a jacket. As a side note, that is very difficult with teenagers. But let's make sure that we bundle up and we dress properly to protect our body. It's, it goes beyond that. And just a negative vibe that people put out and a lot of complaining and homeschooling can feel even harder in the winter. And we have this negativity coming in, whether it's from social media or in person, or like I said, strangers in the grocery store just complaining to each other about things. It really lowers our lack of motivation, whereas it's already a little bit low. And then just the negative comments and just the negative energy from people can really bring our motivation level down even further as a homeschooler. To be honest, I have struggled with the winter blues until a few years ago when I decided that I wasn't going to allow what was going on in the environment, what was going on around me to affect me because I realized that how I felt led to how I acted and then that led to a family impact because if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And this is an area that we get to decide if we're going to be happy or content in or if we are going to be negative and complaining, and that directly affects our children. If we're walking around complaining all the time about the winter and the weather and just other circumstances, things that we can't control, it's out of our control. 
then our kids pick up on that. They become negative. They become grumbly and complaining. And we lose some positive attitudes. And when there's complaining and negativity, it's really very difficult to be motivated. So today I'm going to share with you five ways because I want you to stay motivated with your homeschooling this winter because we want to beat those winter blues. It's not something we, like I said, we can't do anything necessarily about the weather, about how cold it is. We can control, though, how we react. And that's what we're going to discuss right now. The first way that you can stay motivated and your kids can stay motivated as well is when everyone, you and them, gets enough sleep. I know that sounds like such a boring thing. You're like, okay, that's actually really very obvious. But sometimes it's the obvious things that we start to slack on. Winter is actually a time where our bodies are craving more sleep. I feel that in myself too. I feel like I need more sleep. I wake up in the morning and if I didn't get maybe eight hours, I don't feel as rested. Whereas come the springtime, I will find myself up after six and a half, seven hours, and I feel great and I'm going all day long. And so I think that we have to think of winter a little bit of as a hibernation. Now, we're not going to go into some deep slumber in a cave somewhere for the entire winter, but allow more time to get more sleep. Get to bed earlier, sleep in a little bit if you need to, and on the weekends or other days that you can, go ahead and let the kids sleep in and get their rest. But everyone needs to get their sleep. If you didn't listen to episode 222, I highly recommend after this episode to go back and listen to that. And I talk specifically about this, having a evening routine so that you can get to bed. And you might find in the winter, your evening routine needs to start a little bit earlier because your goal is to get to bed earlier so that you can get a full night's sleep and maybe add in the time that you are up feeding babies or taking care of children that aren't feeling well. And who knows? I know a lot of unexpected things can happen during the middle of the night. But go ahead and listen to episode 222 and know that you might need to adjust in the winter and find yourself in the warmer months that you can adjust that again and that your evening routine doesn't necessarily need to start as early because you can stay up a little bit later. But when everyone gets their sleep, our brains are rested, they are fresh, and we can approach the day, we can approach our homeschooling with a much better attitude, which leads into the second thing I want to mention And that is your mindset. Not in some type of new age sort of woo-woo any way or anything. This is a great time for you to really dial into your homeschool and keep that in mind. See, this is a good time. These couple of months is the perfect time where life is maybe slowed down unless your kids are really involved in winter sports. And even so, maybe just daily life is a little bit slower. Kids aren't running around to the neighborhood as much. And you can just really dial in and focus in and get those subjects and those lessons that you had planned for them probably last spring or last summer, at least into last fall. And you were so excited about what you have planned. Take a moment and go back and look at what are your plans. Maybe you haven't incorporated some of those things because it just felt like it was too much. Maybe now is the time to incorporate some new things, maybe push back some other things and swap out But having just the mindset of going in and saying, this is when we can get some really, make some really good progress. Maybe you have a child that is struggling with reading and you know that it just might take some tweaking or it might just be that you need to sit down and focus a bit more on this. Use this time in the winter as a gift to be able to then say, okay, 
this is going to be my focus. I'm really going to work with this child that is struggling with reading, and we're going to figure out where is the hang-up and where can I come alongside them? Or maybe you evaluate and you decide, you know what, this is actually a time for me to dial back a little bit on that and not to worry so much and give them some time to grow in their ability to read. And maybe there's just some other milestones that they need to reach before that. When it comes specifically to the homeschool, I want to highly encourage you to set yourself up for the next day, the night before. That way you have in the back of your mind, when you get up, okay, this is what we were going, this is what we're going to accomplish today because I set it out the night before. And so you have that already. Instead of being caught off guard, maybe you didn't have a great night's sleep and you just get up groggily when the kids wake up and you're feeling behind already. If you have their homeschool work as set out, you took a couple minutes, it doesn't have to take long. It can take maybe five minutes. I would do this with all three of my kids for many years, and it took me maybe five to seven minutes every single night to set things out and to get things set up for the next day. When they get up in the morning, if they are feeling fresh and want to work a little bit independently, let them go ahead and do that. Maybe it's a math worksheet. Maybe they can work on some of their problems. Maybe it's reading from a book that you have them assigned to do. If there is some independent work, let them do that when they get up in the morning. For many years, my kids would do that. While I was still making breakfast, they would go over and work on a couple of things. It's not because they loved to do the work. They didn't necessarily love the math, but they knew that if they got this done, they then could be free for the day. Well, it was getting that independent work and then getting the stuff that we would do together in the lesson. Then they could be free. They just knew that if they took that 15 minutes, that that meant that 15 minutes earlier they could be done with the day and they had the freedom to go ahead and play. So let them work independently, whether it is before you actually sit down, you guys start working on lessons, or it's just throughout the homeschool day or just throughout the day completely overall, letting them work independently. This is a great time to teach them some independence. And I have a podcast episode lined up here. We're going to talk a little bit more about that coming up soon, I promise. If you are struggling with this mindset, you're struggling with the de-schooling, you're struggling with which is a good curriculum, what's going to fit with your family, then I'm going to recommend that you go check out Clarify Your Homeschool. You can get the information about it at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. But that's when we can really dial in and focus in on your approach to homeschooling, what is perfect for your family, and it is a system that will grow with you. You can continually use this system to adjust every single year because we know every single year of homeschool is different, can be quite different. We know that even during the year, things can really switch up. Okay, number three is don't skip the outdoors. Fresh air equals better health and better sleep. So don't completely skip it. Now, there are going to be some days and weeks when the temperature might be dangerously low. Obviously, you are going to take that into account and you're going to take into account whether your kids are properly dressed for such weather. But just know that the fresh air is going to refresh your minds. It's going to lead to feeling better and staying healthier. And the days that my kids would spend most of their day outside playing, maybe it's snowed and they just are having a great time. They slept so good that night. And hello, that's always praise hands for that. I'm not sure if you listened to the episode that I spoke with Ginny from 1000 Hours Outside, but that's episode 203. If this is a struggle for you, you don't know where to start, I'm going to encourage you to go back and listen to episode 203, and I will link that in any other episodes I mentioned in the show notes. Just know, 
that if this is something that's new to you, getting outside, no matter the weather, and you can't quite do the thousand hours, that's okay. Ginny says that's okay too. It's a, an amazing goal and it can be a hard goal, but I encourage you to listen to the episode and that would encourage you with this getting outside and not necessarily skipping it, not being indoors all winter long. Number four is I really want you personally to add some margin to your day. When you have time to refresh your mind, to refocus, and when you know that you have a little bit of a break, it allows time to be a bit more motivated. Remember how I mentioned with my kids getting a little bit of their schoolwork in, that was a motivation for them to do that because then they knew that they could be done earlier. So if you know that in the afternoon we accomplish what we want to in the morning and in the afternoon the kids are going to take naps or take some quiet room time or I'll pop, pop them in the, on the couch with a movie and you get to have a little bit of time, whether that's time that you are spending, maybe you didn't get to your devotional time, your time of reading the Bible, maybe it's time for you to take a nap, maybe even this time is for you to read a book, possibly even adding in margin, you can get together with a friend, whether a friend comes over or you meet her for dessert some evening, just include some time for you to do some things that you like to do. Maybe you like doing projects around the house, maybe you like to sew, maybe you like to do artwork, add in time that you can do that. Create some margin in your day. Do not be homeschooling from 8 till 5, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Don't be doing that, okay? Allow some time for some margin because when you feel refreshed, you're going to feel ready and more motivated instead of feeling burned out and at your wit's end and pulling your hair out because you have absolutely no margin. You get to decide that you want margin in your day and you get to put that margin in your day. Now, sometimes there are seasons in life when you might be working a part-time job outside of the home and your husband's working a lot of hours or there might be sickness in the family or health issues and concerns or things going on in extended family. So there are seasons where there might not be as much margin. But if you find yourself right now this winter with a little bit of time of margin, go ahead and add that into the day so you can refresh yourself. It's okay to let the kids play a little bit longer It's okay for them to watch one extra show so that you can take some time to refresh yourself, whatever that is for you and your personality. The final way I want to mention about getting yourself motivated for homeschooling is to just accept that this is what it is right now. This is literally the season you are in, not a season in life, but the weather season. Get cozy. I promise you that winter will not last forever. Winter always leads into spring. But this is where you are right now. And that's what I'm talking about. That negativity. If we wake up in the morning and we're grumbling about how dark it is and how cold it is. Well, I would encourage you to get some cozy slippers and some, get some big hoodies and some warm pajama pants so that in the morning when you get out of bed, it doesn't feel as cold. Just know that winter isn't going to last forever. And when we approach it with that mindset, it can really do a lot of changes in our family. Remember earlier I mentioned that the way that we react really depends, uh, really affects our family. And we want to affect them in a good way. If you are motivated, they're going to be motivated to an extent. There are personalities and there are, are children that are less motivated. And maybe it is finding the right rhythm for your family. Maybe it is finding that you need to start with certain subjects because that helps the kids become more motivated. But overall, just here, get cozy understand that this won't last forever. Grab the comfy blankets. Maybe the kids watch a movie. You sit down, you 
and you get cozy with them, you make some hot cocoa, just know that there are special things and special traditions and special rituals and things that we can do in the winter that's going to point to the winter for our kids. And that's what they're going to remember about the winter time. Just like you do special things in the fall and in the winter around Christmas, there's a lot of traditions and a lot of special things you probably do. And in the spring and in the summer, let's not let these couple of months where we come off of the Christmas season and before the weather starts to get warmer, we start to see signs of life and plants growing again. Don't let this be a wasted time. Let this be a time where your family really can connect a lot more and just get cozy and be home and be okay with that. As I mentioned earlier, if you are in in a place where you are uncertain as to whether you even have goals, we'll say, for your family and homeschool, or you have some goals you're not quite sure how to meet those and you aren't quite sure about the curriculum or maybe you're brand new to homeschooling, I'm going to encourage you to go over and check out clarifyyourhomeschool.com and reach out to me if you have questions about the program. I would love to answer those. In the meantime, friend, get cozy. Embrace the winter season. Remember, winter will not last forever. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.